from night to night you'll find me Too weak to break the chains that bind me I need no shackles to remind me I'm just a prisoner of love. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Marvel podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis. And I'm Aaron DeLosa. And we're here talking part three of the uh, Agent Carter miniseries that will probably end up getting turned into a regular series. Uh, the, it's the third part, but the fourth episode called the Blitzkrieg button. We're going to get really confused, uh, because they did that double shot right at the beginning. Uh, and, right. they, and they keep calling it a, like a, like a mini series. So I'm, I'm constantly tempted to just refer to it as, as parts instead of, uh, episodes. But I mean, you know, it's, and they're interchangeable. It's the same thing. Um, I should note, uh, for the, uh, for the sake of, uh, of clarification, I, I don't know if you've paid any attention to this, sir, but apparently the ratings have been in a steady drop for this show since it uh, since it premiered. Well, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the, this episode, the Blitzkrieg button, uh, the ratings will probably go down a little more because it, it was a, a bit boring this week. Yeah, I mean, well, just the, just a bit, just uh, just a little slow. The debut was almost seven million viewers, and the second week it dropped down to just above five. And uh, they said the ratings for this week was about 4.6 million. Uh, wow. I I don't take any credence in 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 the the you know what I mean. Like in the actual number of viewers, it could be higher. These include be lower. like download numbers and DVR numbers, all of that. They try to they try to put that stuff in there, sure. And mostly, I think they're trying to just Nielsen's trying to cover their asses with uh, DVR. Like I don't know how into download numbers and stuff that. Uh, they're they're doing, but well, that's that's what I meant by uh, right, right, you know, right. like DVR on the show, or like you know you, you do the live stream on uh, you know on your Comcast or whatever online viewing after after it's on, or like the Hulu numbers, all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so the numbers could be higher, they could be lower, but what that number really points to is uh, that's a shiny beacon for advertisers, and that's essentially what keeps television shows on the air. So, um, although polling ratings like that is. I mean, even a even a high four, uh, high four million is it's not that bad. That's that's okay. But right, I'm I'm sure they would have preferred it stay near that seven million marker that it was uh, presumed to be at when the when the show kicked off. Uh, but I, I think it's going good enough. I, I don't know what agents Agents of Shield is doing, but I, I think it's right in that same range, and they got renewed for a second season. So uh, it's possible. It's possible this could come back. It's also possible this was always meant as a as a one-off, I don't know. Have we heard anything about uh, a, a return for this show? Or I, I think, as far as they were, as far as they were saying, what you were getting at it is that it was essentially a wait and see kind of deal. If the numbers were going to be strong enough, they were mm-hmm. going to give it another shot. Uh, you know, if it hangs on where it's at, I don't see why they wouldn't. You know, Disney owns ABC, so they can really they can jam it right down our throats, like you know, however the fuck they want to. So if right. they want it on, it's going to get on. <laughs> Yeah, but you I, know, I, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be upset to see it come back for a second season. You know, it, much like the first season of Agent Shield, you know, Agents of Shield, it, it's kind of a slow burn show. Even though you know, it, it's it's very much uh, more action packed than uh, that Agents of Shield first season was. But you know, it's still it's still a slow burn. It's got to be a slow develop. Even though right now there's only 
a handful more of episodes, but you know they're, they're keeping a bunch under their sleeves just in case. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this episode, the Blitzkrieg button, sir. You know what uh, they got to do is they got to put her in some more tight little skimpy outfits to get the ratings up. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. She, she's quite a lady. You got to Vince McMahon it. You got to XFL. Absolutely. You got you to gotta splash a little XFL on, uh, on what, cheerleaders, so to speak. What was the, the HLA thing? Remember that? Like the three-minute oh, warning I, deal? That's what I we do. need like with Agent Carter. It's like a three-minute warning. All of a sudden, there's just like a quick glimpse of like her and like a, a, Captain, uh, like a Captain America bra or something, you know? There you go. <laughs> the, the two shields just placed just ever so correctly. <laughs> they get uh, they get really desperate here at the end. I think stars and stripes forever, man. I'm telling hopefully, you. Hopefully, so it doesn't ratings would skyrocket. Uh, sadly, perhaps. I'm Maybe the se- they should put the second it. season on Cinemax just oh, to really go, push the boundaries of what, <laughs> what make it like a, the Marvel Knights first TV show. <laughs> Co- the comic book guys are dying rolling at that one. Everybody else oh, is sure. confused as shit, but there's like six guys just. Giggling to shit right now. Absolutely, sir. As the as there always is. <laughs> as there <laughs> always is. Uh, so here we go. Uh, talking about the Blitzkrieg button. Uh, we we kick it off uh, that um, um, I it's I think it's Agent Dooley, the guy who's the the head of. Uh, is he the head of uh, the SSR? Shield, essentially, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is he the so. head, or is he like the head of the branch that Agent? I think the, I think he's the head of the branch. The uh, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, man. He. Uh, but he just looks like a fuck, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he oh. seems he seems like a douche. Um, yeah. So uh, he learns that uh, our good pal Leith Brannis and uh, the person revealed as the Leviathan attacker Shash- Sasha Demidoff were uh, I completely fucked that up entirely uh, after practicing it for about twenty minutes before we started recording. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quick, who directed Birdman? Oh shit! Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> three three letters. It's Alejandro something. Oh, come on. I, I just call him. Uh, we're on a first name basis. Me and Alan There you go. Okay. So, That'll work. Uh, so uh, he discovers that both of these people were supposedly, uh, they supposedly died uh, in something called the Battle of Finau, which I'm guessing is uh, some World War II location battle. I, uh, one would presume. Uh, so Dooley <laughs> travels to uh, Germany. Oh, well, I'm just guessing, sir. Uh, Dooley, uh, this was this does take place shortly after World War II, does it not? Yes. Okay, so there we go. Uh, Dooley travels to Germany to speak with a Nazi colonel who uh, led the opposing forces. And uh, though he does not uh, learn how Branis and uh, Demidov survived, he does discover that the uh, the Russian forces were seemingly massacred before the Nazis even arrived there. Uh, so a mystery, a layer of mystery, sir. Uh, so uh, meanwhile, with uh, we we shift on over to Peggy Carter, uh, and, and currently her job is, I guess, collecting the lunch orders. Which I mean, is it is it is it ever anything different with those guys, those those crazy misogynists, Aaron in the uh, in the forties? I know, right. Uh, it must have sucked back in those days, man. Jesus, I can't even imagine. Well, I, I'm shocked she would even have a job like this back then. Right? It, it's not even all that common. Um, so anyway, Peggy meets up with Howard Stark, who has secretly returned in the wake of his technology's discovery. Uh, looking at photographs, Carter takes of the weapons. He identifies one of them as the Blitzkrieg button, which he <laughs> claims. Uh, awesome, right? Which yeah, he, it which, is. It's very good. Which he claims can cause a permanent blackout. Throughout the city, uh, however, a suspicious Carter opens the device and finds a vial of Captain America, aka Steve Rogers' blood. Uh, she is pissed at him 
Um, she decides to hide the vial. And uh, the criminal who smuggled Stark into New York uh, but was scammed out of his money by Carter and Jarvis follows Agent Carter back to her apartment. But he is killed by her new neighbor, Dottie Underwood, who uh, is, is quite the skilled young lady, I should say. Aaron, if you remember, like she was yeah. fucking parkouring off of walls and she, she took this man out very quickly. I, I got to admit, I, I was very attracted to her instantly as soon as she became like fucking, you know, ninja Amazon. Yeah, yeah. It was she, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she went from mild-mannered 40s lady to, uh, to like mystique in like 10 seconds. Yeah, for real, right? It was bonkers. Yeah, um, I really liked it. <laughs> any uh, any takeaways from, from the, the Blitzkrieg button episode, sir? Um, you know, like, like we kind of talked about it, it, it was a bit slow, uh, just compared to the, you know, and not every episode is going to be, you know, wall to wall action. We get that there's got to be ones where the, it's just strictly to move the, the plot of the, of the, uh, <clears throat> of the series itself along all in all, you know, it wasn't the worst episode, uh, Marvel has done in any of their series, but you know, it wasn't the best either. It was just, it was what it was, you know, kind of middle of the road. Uh, it, it helped that, uh. That Dominic Cooper was back in the episode, and that Haley Atwell had like such a strong, uh, you know, like emotional scene with him. Like she really oh, kind of like, kind of stepped up and gave it. But yeah, it, it really like those moments like that. You know, they really helped create the episode. So it could have been a lot fucking worse, man, if they had kind of beef it up a bit, like in the drama department. So you know, uh, wasn't bad. I, I mean, obviously, I think the big reveal in this episode was that um, Howard Stark secretly has. Uh, vials of Captain America's blood in his possession. Uh, I'm guessing uh, he has uh, at least one or two ideas as to how that could be put to use at some point in the near future. Uh, uh, I mean, is it, isn't uh, you is know it, the, the the abomination you know kind of sleep in the mind? Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean the uh, you know and uh, the Hulk is you know I think Banner kind of becomes the Hulk in an attempt to. Um, I mean, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're trying to to further the research or whatever, and uh, accidents happen, sir. Yep. Um, So yeah, I mean, is I wonder if this is the beginning of that, or I'm wondering if maybe this is tying into something else more specifically uh, for uh, the miniseries. I'm not sure. Do you think? I don't think so. I I, I think that they're just laying the seeds for like, hey, look, we're a part of this. Remember? Mm -hmm. The uh, I like the. the the little bit of history that they do here, right? Where Dooley goes to talk to the uh, the, the Hans Mueller, <laughs> yeah, the Nazi the Nazi Colonel or whatever. Uh, because uh, if anybody like followed like the the Nuremberg trials or read up on their history when it came to stuff like that, there were a lot of of Nazis who were probably headed to the gallows, who somehow got their hands on uh, on the old suicide pill, took a bite, and they were dead. Uh, and some, I mean, there's always talk about how they ended up with it. There's obviously they probably had people caps in their uh, teeth, like with the Thorn Oakenshield did in the first Captain America (laughs) as, as Thorn Oakenshield. Yeah, Uh, it was awesome. He he got all fucking troll on it. It was sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I I like that little nod to history because that's what Dooley does, right? He make, he, he makes a deal with him and his deal is here, here you can die silently in your sleep or whatever, uh, yeah. quickly or whatever. You don't have to hang. Um, I I, th- I thought that that little nod to uh, to real history was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, the thing with Captain America's blood. So you're thinking that's just going to be like a nod to uh, what Howard Stark is is doing. Yeah, and it might not. Um, I'd I mean, be interested if it plays there, in. There could later. be further implications where they're just going to threaten and be like, "Oh, we're going to make a bunch of super soldiers," you know, and then you know it. It'd be kind of lame if that's really when they just because we know like you know they do it and make it a bunch more super shit uh, from it. But you know, they, they need something overarching without really disrupting too much of what they already established. So you know that that may be exactly where they're fucking headed with it. That's right. Uh, I, I dig Howard Stark's uh, luxury uh, tr- passenger car on that train. Yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. It's a it's a shitty old box car, except for when you open it and it's just this like luxurious little like uh, one bedroom pad that he's got going on. Um, that was that a was pool pretty table. Cool. He just had a fucking <laughs> was a pool table. Yeah, he was pissed that they interrupted his game. I think. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, the this you know again i really like uh i really like jarvis i w- i i wish he would have had a little bit more to do in this episode but he was kind of uh not you know he he was just kind of in the background for this episode he wasn't a, a big player but uh oh, always fun to see so this Dottie underwood is is uh i mean cuz lee Brannis, he survived so is is this Dottie underwood is this the uh sasha demidoff person or i'm thinking no, sasha demidoff was was like the weird looking dude who kind of looked like mads mickelson a bit oh okay okay so he had a girl's name yeah <laughs> okay that confused me then like, don't uh, call me shirley you know? great yeah sure 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 um so who do you think this Dottie underwood person is then another leviathan person or uh, some sort of like uh, inhuman or something, because she was really inhumany, bouncing off them walls, sir. Well, not even inhumany. She was, you know, she fought just like uh, Black Widow. So I mean, I, I think it's going to turn out like she's going to be like, you know, almost like uh, like the seeds for uh, for Black Widow. Like you know, just some Russian chick who can just beat a lot of ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, so at the end of the day, it was definitely not a bad episode. It was just a uh, um, you know, putting some more pieces together, a build-up episode. Not bad, just uh, not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nothing. It was nothing blow away, but it was it was pretty good. Um, before we go to the scores for this episode, has there been anything else Marvely this weekend or this uh, in the past week that is uh, that has come up that is worth noting? I, I don't remember seeing anything, but sometimes, sir, you uh, you see things that. Uh, that I do not. Well, we did see something. We saw the Fantastic Four trailer, and that is Marvel related. Yeah, and wanna... we also saw the, the first official TV spot for uh, for Age of Age of Ultron. We know we're not going to get a Super Bowl trailer uh, because you know why the fuck would they need it at this point? So why? Oh yeah, yeah. Why, why spend the money? I'm assuming. Yeah. So <laughs> at this point, I mean, you know, they, we got the trailer this week, and you know, I I think we'll just continue to get a little more snippets of that as we go along. There wasn't really a whole lot of new footage. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch, go back and watch the trailer a couple times to really dive in to see if there's they gave away anything else in it. Uh, so mm-hmm. just keep checking the site, guys. We'll uh, we'll get some something up here. Briefly. Briefly, I'm sure. Uh, so you were not a fan of that Fantastic Four trailer, I presume? Uh, no, I was not. <laughs> Seriously? It, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It really is. It just looks like he fucking made, you know, Fantastic Four Chronicle, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, without the shaky cam. Uh, no shaky I don't know, man. There was a couple of fucking parts in there that were a bit twitchy. Well, yeah, but I mean, all of Chronicle was shaky cam, so yeah. at least it wasn't found footage. Yeah, and af- after seeing Firestorm uh, in the Flash, if they fail to make Johnny Storm as cool as what a, a show on the CW does, then this movie is just going to be god awful. But the, the quick glimpse we we saw of him, 
you know, a flame and not. It looked pretty cool. Like, I'm not a fan of the image we saw of the thing, like the two little glimpses we saw, because it looks mm-hmm. just like that uh, that leaked set photo with the green screen testing that we saw where he looked like shit. So, yeah, the thing's going to look like shit again. Yeah. Uh, Glenn and I just I can't get it right, man. I, I don't know. Yeah, Glenn, Glenn and I were talking about how it appears that they're – they're, I guess they're modeling this version of the Fantastic Four after the. I'm probably going to fuck up the name again, but I think, I think it's the Ultimates version yep. of the Fantastic Four, where they're younger yep. and, uh, and shit like that. Doctor Doom starts out as a hacker, kind of really? like what uh, Lex Luthor's going to. Doesn't doesn't he play like a former hacker, like computer tech guy? Yeah, yeah, he's like Mark Zuckerberg, but with no hair or something. Right. Apparently, so he should be able to step into that role pretty good. Um, here's the thing, because I don't have a lot of Fantastic Four experience outside of uh, watching the first movie and then watching little bits of the second movie. Ah, oh, man. Dude. Uh, all I know is that this looked a million times better to me than those other movies did. But that's not to say that I think it's going to be good or bad. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. I just know that it looked better than the other movies that I saw, which is a really low bar. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 looked like it was going to be a lot better than Spider-Man 3. Yes. That's, uh, all, well, that's I all I'm putting out there, man. I, I think it was better than Spider-Man 3, but <laughs> oh, we're talking... Ooh, ooh, I, Spider-Man, oh. Come on, Spider-Man 3 had emo Peter Parker, and I mean, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is pretty bad, but... It, yeah, um, it, but it, but the parts that were bad were really bad. Yeah, but all of the parts of Spider-Man Three were there. There was nothing redeeming <laughs> in that movie, uh, unless, unless of course you are of the mindset that he intentionally made the movie shitty. That Sam Raimi made it like shit because yeah. of yeah. That that's what I'm leaning towards. Because look at Sam Raimi's track record. You know what I mean? Has he ever put out a complete piece of shit? Not at all. Not all, you know. Every part of every one of his movies is fantastic because there are some you know some lulls here there as to be expected. But I mean, the entire movie sucked. I mean, it does it does shift it a little bit if it is in the uh, the the mindset of you know Ramey when he when he dumped uh, when he dumped the film reels on the desks of uh, of Sony he also plopped his balls on top of the film reels as well like if that's uh, if that Bruce if Campbell that's, is in the background mooning everybody if that's yeah if that's if that's what happened then then so much the better. Uh, and you may be able to sway my argument then, like he purposefully made it like, oh, boy, this is going to suck. Well, if they want suck, we'll give them suck. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like that's what that's... it is. He's like, you want to see bad? Fuck you. Hey, Toby, I want to see you just, you know, put more of you into Spider-Man. And that's why I, think <laughs> that. I really feel Toby Maguire might just be that guy with that right. shit eating, shifty eyed, right. fucking stupid grin. Of his. Um, as a friend, as a friend pointed out to me, though, because I did mention that I thought the trailer looked OK, but I'm comparing it to the other Fantastic Four movies. Uh, he very quickly reminded me how great the trailer for Sucker Punch looked as oh. well until yeah. we watched Sucker Punch. And that was a different story entirely. Uh, one of the um, one of the less rare occasions, I think the more rare occasion is when a trailer looks bad. Uh, and the film is good. That's what I've heard about Paddington, by the way. The first trailer for that movie was made it look like shit. And then people were like, no, 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 it's really, really good. Uh, most of the time you get a trailer that makes a movie look good. And then the movie itself does not quite live up to the, the trailer's own hype. Right. So it, it, it could be this. It could it could be that for Fantastic Four. But I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, oh, it, Miles Teller, there's just something about the guy. I just, mm-mm. How much work went into finding that really frustrated picture of Stan Lee? <laughs> like zero. <laughs> you just had to find. Did you just search for like Fantastic Four Stan Lee, and that's one of the images that popped up? 
I, I yeah, I, I actually googled Fantastic Four Josh Trank, and then that was the first image that popped up was the one of Stan Lee like getting ready to have a grabber. That's tremendous. Oh my god, yeah, it was just like the, well, all, all the ones. In all fairness, all the ones of him flipping the bird to the camera were kind of grainy, and you know we're professionals, so I had to had to go with a different one. But oh, absolutely, that would have been the image of choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, a score, sir, for uh, third part of the uh, the Agent Carter miniseries, The Blitzkrieg Button. Oh, I'll give her a three, man. That no more, no less. Uh, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. It's a middle of the road episode, which is it's it's fair. I mean, it's not great. It's not. They got to get her more in more like cocktail dresses or something, man. You know, just just not not the whole show. Just sure. You know, a little something. Um, they just got to do even a... just like slip a, a quick shot aside, boob. I mean, you know, you're on. <laughs> uh, you own the network. You can do what you know. You can do what you want. Sure, sure. Uh, maybe a maybe a Peggy Carter, Dottie Underwood, uh, Jello wrestling, something like that. I'm sure. They- nah, come on. Let, let, let's not let's not be silly. <laughs> yeah, let's not degrade. They could, them, they could at least fight and then just have a like, like a passionately charged kiss. Oh, after like in the middle of the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So turned on by the violence. That would be rad. Yeah. <laughs> then Howard Stark can walk in just making it rain just with Hondos. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. And and uh, we learned about that too. Yeah, in this particular episode, he uh, I think he was in that building not uh, not twenty five seconds, and he was already getting his lay on with some other woman in the apartment. Yeah, seriously, it did not take him long at all. It's uh, like this bitch just found him in the dumb waiter and is like, "Here, ha- have a slice of my vagina." <laughs> yeah, it was it was literally in and out. It was that quick. Yeah, um, yeah. Howard Howard Stark is. Uh, uh, the the apple does not uh, did not fall from from the tree, I guess, in that regard. Um, so yeah, man, uh, threes all around for the Blitzkrieg button. But uh, yeah, man, that that's fine. That's fine. That's uh, a lot better than the episode of the Flash uh, last week. Not this previous episode, but the uh, the episode before that did uh, a oh, much the, lower rating. The Pied Piper episode. You guys didn't like that one? Too oh no, much? no, no, no. That one was uh, that one was okay. It was the uh, the one before that was the one that the one back from the break was the one that we cared less for. I think I don't rem- I don't remember what happened in that one. Uh, that would be the one with Captain Cold in it, and oh, yeah. and his and his sidekick from one of the Joe Schumacher Batman films. Uh, yeah, it was that uh, was not good. So yeah, things things definitely get worse than that. It could also be. Uh, it could also be a Glenn watching Corto Maltese, that episode of The Arrow that he can't fucking stand. Uh, so it could it could be worse. This was a totally middle of the road episode, and that's fine. I think we're just gonna hope for uh, you know a step up next week, and I think, sir, we may get it because the uh, the previews I think showed the oh, yeah. Howling Commandos, which yes, it does can only be an improvement in awesomeness and ass kicking. Yeah. Uh, so we're hoping for that, man. Uh, so yeah, Aaron and I will be back. Next week sometime, talking part four of the Agent Carter miniseries, the fifth episode called The Iron Ceiling. To her I'm creeping My very life is in her keeping I'm just a prisoner of love